And good Friday morning to everybody with the dawn of a better you. And today our guest is Kate Hood, who is a portrait photographer and a family document. Is that how you worded it? Family documentary photographer. Okay. So Kate, I wanted to talk to you about how you found your passion for photography. Well, um, my I started my business about a decade, over a decade ago now, and I started with small business consulting within the tourism industry, and part of that involved um, photography and promotion and um, and that sort of thing and I found really quickly within my first season working that what I loved doing as from from all of that work that I learned uh, was photography and so I started I started practicing on family and friends and um, and got into weddings because it made a lot of sense at the time um, in terms of running a business to get into wedding photography, especially in Muskoka. Uh, there's a lot of opportunity for self-employment within this area, as you know. And um, so that's how I that's how my business sort of went from one um, uh from one thing to another. So from business consulting into photography. But it was quickly, I would say within, I think maybe three years of running that you know, wedding business that I realized um, what I actually loved about photography was the creative process um, and getting to know people on a much more intimate level. So understanding how families, um, you know, how families define themselves as successful or loving or, you know, what made couples really, really be in love and how they connected on camera through sort of my time with them. And, um, and it was because I really liked people and watching them connect with one another within families and um, and in the context of romantic relationships that um, I wanted to go one step deeper and start looking at uh, much more sort of physically intimate portraiture. So now I, I mean, it's, you know, a decade later and a large portion of what I do and the, the reason I still do this is because um, I found a way to photograph women um, from an intimate perspective. So often nude or, or almost nude. Um, and it's kind of opened up this, um, this side to my work and my understanding of people that has been progressive and, you know, has taken just about a decade but um but I get to see and understand what makes my clients really feel passionate about themselves their own relationships and um and in a lot of cases helps transform women's own ideals and um and ideas of of themselves and who they are and how they look and how the world perceives them uh so that's you know, that's where my passion is now. And that's how we sort of got from marketing small <laughs> business in Muskoka to, um, 
to what feels like a bit more of a therapeutic approach to uh, to photography and portraiture. Okay, so take me through one of your clients' experiences. Like, what would it be to contact you first, and then what's involved with the process? Well, um, most of my clients are uh, fairly local, so local Ontario, usually. Um, and I would say local Toronto, Muskoka. Those are my those are my sort of catchment areas. I pull quite a bit now from um, North Bay and Sudbury as well. Um, so when clients find me, it's usually because of three things. One is my um, my private Facebook group. So I have. Um, about 1100 members in that group it's an all women's um it's an all women's facebook group anyone who identifies as female is also welcome in that group um so the the facebook group on instagram i have three accounts but my intimate portraiture account is where uh, most of my intimate clients come from or my boudoir clients and um, and then word of mouth as well i get quite a bit of repeat boudoir clients who are coming, we can talk a little bit about sort of why people do this, but um, that's the three, uh, the three areas that I pull from. So Facebook, uh, word of mouth, and then Instagram. And sometimes I just get a direct message on Instagram. Sometimes people find me through the website and send me a very official email. Um, and now because of Instagram and Facebook, uh, people have a lot of access to even just my cell phone. So sometimes I'll get text messages. Uh, starts with questions and usually a statement about why women, sometimes couples, want to do this for themselves. And, um, and then we go from there. So I'll send information about when I'm available, what I offer at the moment. Sometimes there's like right now I have um, sort of a special on any boudoir and family stuff that's happening right here on the beach where I live uh, because I want to get as much done through this uh, nice season as I can uh, before it's winter and we all have to either move inside or you know go to people's houses. So um, I share with people a bit about what I offer and how it works and then once a client books the session um, I send them a welcome email with all sorts of further information about how to prep, how not to worry about things, what to bring to a session, what I can offer them through the process, uh, how we book hair and makeup. And um, I, I put them in touch with my hair and makeup artist. Uh, one of the things that I offer is a full client closet, actually, of like it's a full wardrobe. Uh, so I have pieces ranging from 3X to extra small and I can outfit a client, especially for our, for the boudoir sessions and the more intimate sessions, I can outfit clients. So I go through what the actual process looks like. And um, it's, I mean, it's almost September, but we've had a beautiful summer. So a lot of my boudoir stuff has taken place on the beach this year. I live uh, just on Lake Bernard here and I have a beautiful, beachy sort of private bay area um, so most of my clients are out on the beach so we talk about how that looks how long that session's going to be and um and and they arrive we do hair and makeup and then we we usually get outside lately we've been doing lots of our prep outside uh, because it's been so lovely and i have a big deck but um it's an inquiry and then an explanation the booking and 
and we start we start shooting as soon as we can so tell me about your favorite boudoir session there's got to be one that really oh. stands out <laughs> well um it's funny because i have clients who will message me and say things like hey so you photographed my wedding five years ago i'm so and so and i always giggle at that because i'm surprised every time when someone thinks I might not remember their <laughs> wedding or their session um, and it's funny because although I don't I don't think about my clients every day or specific clients every day um, I've never forgotten that I've done something in particular with somebody so uh, you know in terms of a favorite um, some of my clients who I have gotten to know over the course of, you know, their sort of adult life and, and particular parts of their life or a particular journey that they're on. Those ones um, are the most memorable because I see them sort of at the beginning of whatever journey they're on or they don't know that they're on. And then, you know, I've I get to photograph them multiple times. So it might be a family that I get to see every couple of years and families who are, I have one client, um, I'll photograph her bringing her third baby home um, in September. And, you know, we just got together yesterday and did some boating and I photographed them just as personal projects. So, you know, there are families that I've known for years and have seen their babies grow up and have seen um, have seen their relationships blossom with their spouse. And then there are women who I've photographed, you know, one woman in particular, I've photographed her, I don't know, four, four or five times. Uh, and I have, I have known her, you know, for six years when we first started shooting together. And she's been, for one, incredibly supportive of my business and my business model and and this relationship we've built over the past six years. But on top of that, I get to see a client who, um, who knows exactly what she's into and exactly what she wants in terms of her session, who is passionate about herself, um, who continues to hire me to photograph her specifically as um, as a tool for self-enjoyment. So it's not a gift for a partner. She's single, but she loves, you know, this kind of intimate body work and portraiture. Um, and when she's in front of my camera, I, her and I really have developed a, um, uh, an understanding of each other's language and body and comfort level. So there's a lot, um, there's a lot less, um, sort of negotiation as we're shooting and it's even the unspoken negotiation it's not just you know can I touch you and move your hair which is always something you know I ask people if I can touch them before I do but um, it's it's just an assumption that we both know our boundaries I, I understand where she's at in terms of her her self-love and body acceptance or body journey and we can just get on with this beautifully creative session and have full trust in one another so um so some of my most memorable sessions are the ones that are you know the fourth and fifth or sixth session I've had with clients because we know each other so well and I I really feel um 
lucky and and passionate in a way that I get to see these families and these individuals grow and develop. So those are my favorite ones um, when we have such a familiarity with each other. Now, is there, explain your biggest almost milestone with someone, someone who books that you've never met before and is a completely transformed person by the end of the shoot. How would that? Well, um, I think, I mean, a complete transformation because of a shoot would be a lot of pressure to put on myself (laughs) and maybe completely unrealistic in terms of what's possible. But um, the most rewarding conversations I have with clients are post-shoot and it's sometimes just a text message or an email that they're sending immediately after their session. So women are women and men are always very nervous leading up to it because of course the idea of showing any of your body to a stranger is is odd for most people and then the notion that you are actually going to be captured in these still moments is terrifying you know we have this idea that sometimes we're not photogenic and i use quotation marks because people say this about themselves i'm not photogenic i don't know how to be in front of a camera and of course um when your friend is taking pictures with their phone of whatever's happening and not really paying attention to what's going on in camera, people end up feeling like they are not photogenic and um, and the shooter didn't have their best interest in mind, for example, the photographer didn't have their best interest in mind. So lots of people end up looking at photos of themselves that they can't identify with because it's it, they're just, they exist in a scene that they see. So. Um, people are very nervous about things. Um, <laughs> uh, but my, in terms of a, a big transformation, I get those clients coming in the door and they're feeling very nervous. And then I usually get an email or like I said, a text message following the session. And the client will say something like, number one, that was incredibly relaxing, much easier than I expected. I mean, it can be hard on your back when you're posing and, you know, different things like that. I tell people to stretch before their session, but in terms of their, um, uh, how they feel emotionally and how vulnerable they're allowed to feel with me, people are relieved about that. And they say that that was unexpected and, and to be in a space with with just me generally if it's if it's a woman that i'm shooting it's just her and i um so to be in a space with a woman who uh has number one your best interest in mind and no no judgments or opinions about the body shape or um sort of no real ideals about how one should be. It's just a safe space to be. Um, Women say that that's incredibly freeing and liberating. And um, 
I think most women who come quite nervous and are unsure of how things are going to go or what's going to happen leave feeling empowered and leave feeling like as we should all enter a room they leave feeling like just a normal accepted body and um, those are the most uh, meaningful transformations when I get to hear from my clients immediately upon their departure that uh, that they feel so good and they feel good through the day and it changes their perspective on their own body and it changes their understanding of how um, how their body can be perceived in a very um, loving but neutral way. So we talk about body positivity, you know, about loving your body and feeling positive about your body. And there's not many of us that can say we, we feel positively about how we look or who we are every day. But um, when they come into my space, it is neutral. So it's neither good nor bad. We have your best interest in mind and we want to create some beautiful art. So that feeling of, um, of just pure acceptance when, when a client gets to that place about their body, um, that is the, the most meaningful. Those are, and that happens regularly, which is exactly why I continue to do this kind of work. I was going to ask you how, tell the listeners how you feel on a photo shoot day like from your morning right to the end of the shoot? Well, I feel, I mean, I, how do I feel? Um, I feel a lot of things. One, like the best part of the shoot, the best part of the process for me is during a session, you know, about sort of 15 minutes into a session when we found our groove. And then after a session, when we do a little bit of communicating afterwards about how things went, um, when I get some feedback from clients about how they feel and how things changed for them. And then when I get to edit all of these photos, um, I get to see what happened while we were shooting because I shoot fairly quickly, um, especially for families. My documentary stuff is quick and um, we sort of go, we I let things happen in front of me and try not to do too much directing, especially when children are involved. So I move fairly quickly with my intimate stuff and my boudoir stuff. It's a bit of a slower process. Um, there's a bit more thought involved and there's quite a bit more thought involved actually, of course. And, um, and I, I do a lot more gentle placement of bodies and positioning and things like that. So, um, you know, these days I shoot in my home space. Um, this summer I've been shooting primarily outdoors in the water, in the forest, grasses and lake. Um, we've had an incredible summer for it. So, um, you know, I sort of prep my space for that. And because it's in my home, um, I have to be really tidy. So I spend a portion of the day making sure that nothing in my house is going to embarrass me when my client walks in. <laughs> And that's like a losing battle all the time because there's three of us here, my partner and my son. Um, I get them out of the house. Uh, when when school was happening, it was easy to, to you know, 
get in these sessions on a school day morning, but now it's summer. And of course we were home for three months of school last year. So um, I get everybody out of the house. I clean things up a little. Um, Of course I check in with clients the day or two before and in the morning to make sure that their, uh, their travel and planning is all on schedule. Um, My makeup artist comes over and sets up here in my space and um, we take about an hour to do hair and makeup and during that time is when I chat with my clients and we go through what they've brought, how they're feeling, um, if they have any, I mean this is the time when I can really ask them if they have any sort of vision for what they're doing when they have a chance to open up to me face to face. So we've had these conversations via email, but now we can just sit and talk about it. Um, And so, you know, it kind of, I mean, I I don't shoot two sessions a a day now. I used to shoot at least two a day. Um, I could fit in, but now it's a day between sessions. So we can sort of clean up and disinfect and alcohol everything and, um, and, you know it's a new normal for everybody but um it still kind of rules the day when I have a session in the house because it's in the house um I feel excited and I always feel a bit nervous and I always feel a bit of the imposter syndrome like how am I going to get through this one today (laughs) you know under like do I need to sit and plan all my poses like how can I come up with new and better and great ideas for the next pose and so I go through all of all of those self-doubt reflections that people do when they're doing a job that they feel like is too good for them. <laughs> and um, uh, so, you know, it, it comes and goes in terms of my um, my sort of vibrational level about, about how things are going to go and what's going to happen on the day and how I'm going to manage it all. But for the most part, I clean my house. I focus on my clients getting here on time. Uh, we focus on our time with hair and makeup. We take that nice and slow, and then we get the session done. And um, and it, you know, it's 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 been a long time that I've been doing this. So even with weddings, the few that I do now, I don't feel that same sense of nervousness or fear that I have felt in the past. I feel very comfortable. I feel like this is my wheelhouse. But the things I do struggle with on a daily basis with these sessions are about being creative enough or being interesting enough or uh, making my clients feel comfortable enough. All of those kind of, how am I going to be enough today feelings. So at the end of the day, after you've had a shoot and everything, is it a need to wind down or how do you decompress after a shoot? Um, I... I tend to be kind of wound up after sessions. That is a little bit less now that I am shooting more in my own space because I can go from being um, being a photographer of women or of families right back into my living room space or like right back to the pile of laundry that I throughout in the bedroom you know I get I get back down to earth quickly um but I guess it's a bit of a bonus because I am shooting in my house and has to be tidy I don't generally come home to chaos you know and I walk back in the door I feel good about the space because I've just cleaned it and everything's presentable um so 
sometimes shoots can be very emotional because um, because it's you know a group of three women when our makeup artist is here talking about women's issues uh, that can be anything from our our body stuff to our relationship stuff to the kids to our jobs to when it feels like you know parenting through a pandemic school all of these all of these pressures that women are dealing with um, we sit and we talk about that and then we work through a lot of body stuff during a session so sometimes sessions can be heavy emotionally heavy and um, and that can be quite draining but like any job, I have learned to turn some of that off when I walk back in the door and, and my family comes back home. Or if I'm walking in the door from a shoot away, they're already home and I can get right back into family partner home mode. Um, with weddings though, I mean, that's an eight or 10 hour day that is intense and you're putting on a bit of a presentation in terms of your preparedness and your enoughness so on a wedding day as a photographer i am always happy i'm always the yes man i um i can make anything happen i can reorganize anything i can get things done i can be creative like absolutely this is the best day ever and it's going to work and that's the persona and attitude that I project on a wedding day, that is exhausting for eight hours. And so when I get home after a wedding, I feel exhausted, but at the same time, I'm wide awake because I'm still in this, like, yes, 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 go, go, go. Let's get this done. We're gonna be efficient. Let's get married, headspace. So weddings, I definitely need to decompress from at the end of the day. Um, which usually involves like sitting down quietly, hopefully by myself, with my gear, with my cards, um, in front of the TV for a couple of hours. Um, and then that's, that's the time when I really need like a, some actual physical space to get things done and get tired again, not just that emotional exhausted stuff. But um, because I get so much personally from my intimate and boudoir sessions and my family sessions those ones I don't feel emotionally exhausted from although they can be a little bit heavier in terms of the personalities and the issues that we can face during those two kinds of sessions with little wild people or or you know naked women um, they can both be there can both be a lot mixed in with all of that experience so I um, you know after this many years, it's easy to go from one persona to the other. However, weddings, I do need to sit by myself and get tired and do the things and just kind of be quiet. Now, you did refer earlier to it as a job. Mm -hmm. do, you, do you consider this your job or do you consider this what you were meant to do? Um. Well, or is both. it on your path? <laughs> yeah. yeah, sometimes it feels like it's on my path. Um, but it's my job. I mean, it pays my bills and, um, and I need to do things that I don't feel passionate about, like sit on my computer or answer emails or 
um, do my accounting or like things that I really have no passion and drive to do are part of the job. So I definitely consider this my job. Um, I also think that uh, I also feel good at this kind of work. I don't feel good at all of the work that comes along with it. I don't feel great at um, at math most of the time. I don't feel great at accounting. I don't feel great at marketing and sort of focusing on how to get more business, but I feel really good at um, at taking pictures and and understanding light and understanding people. Uh, women in particular and I feel really compassionate and I feel empathetic and so I do feel in many ways that this is the perfect job for me I don't know that I'm the kind of person that believes or adheres to a this is what I was meant to do um, because I think that the sort of things that I excel at in this career can be transferred into many uh, many different careers and many different kinds of relationships. And I think that it's because of my personality that I love and excel at certain parts of this work. Um, my tool just happens to be a camera as opposed to um, others who connect with people on intimate levels and are creating work or helping or doing what they can. Um, so I, I do consider it my job and um, and this, I mean, my business has changed over the last decade because I used to do, um, you know, I went from small business promotion and development to weddings. That was a, a, a big part of what I did for a long time and how I made good money um, to more family based and then still some weddings. And now I want to focus primarily on um, women and and men but but for the most part women and and in their intimate lives and um and help society that way so it's a job but i'm really good at parts of it and i feel like i am good at it because of my personality i i think there are other things that i could probably do really well but this is what this is what fulfills me and this is how i like paying my bills and i love the freedom that comes with self-employment sometimes it also feels like a little jail but but mostly it feels like you know I have the freedom to to parent and explore and be creative so I mean like anything we do to pay the bills even if it starts off as a part-time job or something that doesn't pay the bills and we just are experimenting it it has become my identity through my work and it's it's my job now well kate i know there are a lot of people who really appreciate what you do and i i believe you are in service to others because this is a great way of helping women see things differently mm -hmm. yeah i would say so that's that's exactly why i do all of this so i'm and sometimes it feels like, well, most of the time, I suppose it does feel like a way to service my community, the broader community, but also a way to make um, our world a little bit better through the eyes of women and the eyes of mothers and families and, 
and just adjusting the perspective a little bit so that individuals feel more content and more whole and more prepared. And in do making these little changes within families and individuals, my hope is that, you know, the, the bigger changes happen in the world. So it, it does feel like a service. So today we were talking to Kate Hood and in the description, you'll see all of her contact information. So until next week, I'm hoping everybody has a great week and we will see you soon.